0: Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. As always, I'm glad you have joined us. As of today, voters can no longer register to vote online or by mail for the November election. But you can still register to vote in person at your clerk's office between now and Election Day. Detroit Today senior producer Jake Neer spoke with Michigan Department of State spokesperson Tracy Wimmer about what voters need to know between now and Election Day.
1: Starting today, you are only able to register in person at your local clerk's office, Um, and you're able to do that now through 8 p.m. on Election Day. And so if you have any questions about your registration, you want to double check and make sure your information is correct, you can either check your information online at michigan.gov slash vote, or you can go in person to your local clerk.
2: So give people some tips about how to make sure that their ballot is counted this year. There's been a lot of changes in election laws uh, to our Constitution just two years ago. You know, there's just a lot going on, of course, with the global pandemic uh, changing the way that people are voting. What are the biggest pieces of information voters should have to make sure that they get their ballot in and that it is counted?
1: So the biggest one is if you haven't requested your ballot, do so immediately. Uh, you know, we've been trying to tell people to make sure that they get their request in early and that they return their ballot early. Um, and at this point, as close as we are to the election, we're also recommending that people return their ballots either via Dropbox or in person to their local clerk. Just because we're so close, we're, you know, we don't know what's going to happen with the mail. It's better to not risk it and just uh, return it in, you know, via one of those two methods. In terms of the actual ballot itself, uh, you know, one of the two biggest issues that led to the rejections of ballots on the August 4th primary was due to signature issues, either because there was a missing signature or the signature had a mismatch. And so while recent legislation has been changed to require your clerk to notify you if there is a signature issue so you have time to cure your ballot before 8 p.m. on Election Day, we still want to make sure that your ballot arrives in enough time that your clerk is able to see it see that there's an issue and reach out to you in a timely manner. And so that's why, again, we encourage as soon as you can, request and return your ballot if you intend to vote absentee.
2: Of course, there's still the option to vote in person on Election Day. If people are planning to do that, what advice do you have for them?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, we've worked really hard this year to make sure that all of the options that voters already had for how they could cast their ballot uh, remained options for them and that they were all safe and secure. So anyone who wants to vote in person absolutely can. Every jurisdiction was provided PPE, you know, by our department uh, ahead of the statewide primary, and they'll still have it for this one. They were provided supplies and funding to ensure social distancing happened. And, you know, because people are choosing to vote in so many different ways and taking advantage of all the different options that we have this year, it's actually spreading out the number of voters we have in a way that makes all of those options safer. So, you know, we saw... On August 4th of the state my primary, that polling places were actually largely pretty empty. They were pretty calm, clean. There were no lines, so voters can expect that they should be able to to get in and out fairly quickly. That they, you know, they will see social distancing. They will see election workers uh, wearing masks. And while masks are not required by voters, we are in, strongly encouraging them to wear them.
2: So talk about spoiling absentee ballots. I'm curious about that because I think that there are probably a large number of people who uh, have requested an absentee ballot and received it. um, And either they have changed their mind uh, because of logistical issues or they just uh, have decided, look, I'd rather just go in in person. Talk about why someone would want to spoil an absentee ballot and uh, what process you would use to do that.
1: So, you know, the two biggest reasons are the first one that you just cited. They decided that they'd rather vote in person at their polling location on Election Day, which all you have to do in that regard is just bring your absentee ballot with you to the polling location, surrender it there, you'll sign an affidavit that triggers the cancellation of the absentee ballot, and instead you'll be able to vote in person as normally. The other major reason generally is that, you know, you have changed your mind about something or you've decided that, you know, for whatever reason you would like to cast a new ballot. And in that case, you can either make the request in writing to spoil your ballot to your clerk, which must be received by 5 p.m. the Friday before the election, so October 30th, or you can make the request in person by 10 a.m. the day before the election, Monday, November 2nd.
2: There's some questions I think that people have about whether their ballots will count uh, even if they're received. So, of course, if someone is, as you mentioned before, if someone has a signature error uh, accompanying their ballot, uh, they are supposed to be uh, notified of that. But what about other errors, especially ballot errors? So if is there a way to know if your ballot is not counted because, say, you improperly filled out bubbles or you made other errors on the ballot itself?
1: No, unfortunately, and that's also why we emphasize that you follow the directions as closely as possible. And if you have any questions, especially if it's an absentee ballot, you can always fill it out and return it in person in your clerk's office right then. And, you know, while ballot counting does not begin until Election Day, which, you know, obviously would not reveal some of those specific type of errors until then, Generally speaking, you are, you know, if you're in person there, you're able to ask questions, you're able to double check, you did everything right. But again, the biggest thing is, you know, there's very explicit instructions with the included with the S&T ballots for how you should fill out the bubbles, the kind of ink that you should use, things like that. And so it's really important to read those instructions really thoroughly.
2: All right. Anything else that uh, voters really uh, need to know between now and the election? Uh, Anything else that uh, I haven't asked that you think uh, people should know?
1: You know, I think the biggest thing is, um, you know, we've been working to make sure people understand that this is an unprecedented election, Um, you know, not just because we're in a pandemic, but also the the volume of turnout we're already seeing. You know, we've had well over one million ballots already returned and the volume of absentee ballots that we've had cast to accurately and securely process them is going to take time. And that means we're not going to have results on election night. And that doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with the process. In fact, it means that the process is working. It means that, you know, all of the people we have working to tabulate these ballots across the state are taking their time, they're following the proper procedures. And so, you know, people are obviously used to seeing results on election night, and that's not going to happen in this case, and that's perfectly fine. You know, so at this point, we're trying to set the expectation that um, results will be available by uh, Friday at the latest. We're hoping sooner, but you know, we want to emphasize patience and we want to make sure people understand that, uh, like I said, that delay is precisely because the process is working and we're making sure that every valid vote is being counted.
0: Thanks very much for, to Tracy Wimmer, Director of Media Relations for the Michigan Department of State, and Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson for that interview with Detroit Today senior producer, Jake Neer. That's going to do it for us today. We'll be back tomorrow. Hope you will, too. We're going to talk with Detroit Public Schools Superintendent Nikolai Vitti about how school is going so far. This is 1019 WDET, Detroit's NPR station, here in a connection to news, music, and conversation. We'll talk again tomorrow.